Antarctica is going to melt, like, and it, the oceans are going to flood, islands are going to totally disappear. That's, like, horrible. That's, like, my worst nightmare. And I think our generation, like, has a fairly good chance of changing that. G'day, you're listening to This Kid Life, a podcast for kids produced by the Sydney Opera House. At the Opera House, our young thinkers are front and centre of what we do. So we asked a few to help us unpack some big ideas and have a chat about things that kids don't get asked about very often. I'm your host, Jennifer Macy, and today we're talking about... The environment. The environment. The environment. The environment. Later, we'll hear about a very special guest, an arctocephalus, or an Australian fur seal. There are about 60 living right in the middle of Sydney Harbour, and two hang out on the steps of the Sydney Opera House. But first, climate change and the environment are in the news a lot. There's a lot of talk and even more arguing about what to do about it. So what does the environment mean to you? Are you worried about global warming or is animal conservation more your thing? What do you think? My name's Ariel and I'm 12. I think climate change has totally stuffed up the entire world. Like, Antarctica is going to melt, like, and the oceans are going to flood, islands are going to totally disappear. That's, like, horrible. That's, like, my worst nightmare. And I think our generation, like, has a fairly good chance of changing that and fixing all of it. My name's Geffen and I'm 14. We can change it, but um, the people in charge of our world, they choose not to, and a lot of them believe that it's not true and it's not happening, and they focus more on things that don't matter and we don't need in the world instead of saving what we do have. How does that make you feel? I think it makes you feel really kind of useless and hopeless because they're so powerful and they have so much money and... There are so many stupid other people in the world that just go along with it, just like, you know, a crowd of sheep. It's so difficult to change it when you're not the one who's a multi-millionaire and in charge. Uh, My name's James and I'm 14. Uh, When you think about the environment, a lot that comes up is uh, climate change and stuff like that. And a big cause of that is uh, fossil fuel burning, like coal and oil. I think when we talk about the environment, we should really talk about trying to get rid of uh, a lot of fossil fuel burning and try to get into more renewable sources of energy like uh, solar and wind. Does it worry you? Uh, Yeah, it does a little bit because, you know, climate change can cause extremes at both ends of temperature, both cold and hot. So it can melt ice caps and raise sea levels and cause a lot of damage. My name's Lara and I'm 12. It's also a thing where everybody's saying with climate change and pollution they're going to do something about it, but they never end up doing anything about it. I'm Isaac and I'm nine. I think of the Great Barrier Reef and, like, the forest because their size is reducing, which is, which is a bit of a worry because that means there's getting less numbers of animals and that's what I think about. My name is Alec and I'm six. 
I like exploring in the environment. My name is Ben and I'm six. Some people let plastic bags go, put rubbish in the ocean for animals to die. My name is Olivia and I'm, and I'm eight. For me, being in the environment sometimes can be quite upsetting because people don't really respect the environment. They chop down the trees, make things that they really want. But I would rather have the environment than the city. I'm Lewis and I'm seven. I think we should not be pollution because it can kill animals and it can destroy our home because, like, some animals can give us stuff that can live, like the fish, and also there's some really important stuff we need underwater. My name is Jack. I'm 11 years old. I feel like global warming and stuff is just going to get worse if, like, we don't actually do anything and we just keep on doing the same things is obviously just going to get worse but presidential leaders and stuff they haven't actually just been like okay we have to do this and we have to do it soon my name is tom i'm 11 years old i think that as jack's like presidential leaders they're making too much of a big deal over other things where you could, if they did it right now, they could they could potentially slow down global warming instead of they're like going, oh let's have a debate. But you could you could slow down global warming in the, instead of having a debate. That's I think that's what they need to do. My name is Lulu. I am eight years old. And what do you think of when I say the environment? You mean like the plants and the trees and everything that grows around the whole world. I think it's good for you and I like plants because some plants they can grow fruit and vegetables and I like fruit and vegetables because they're healthy and they're young. Uh, my name's Medina and I'm 15. The environment, I think of our land and the way that the, our old, like our ancestors lived. My name is Chaston and I'm from Central Cape Queensland. And when I say the environment, what do you what do you think of the land? Why the land? Because that's where um, where we have to protect and what comes first. Why is it important to you? So it under the culture. Why do seals swim in salt water? Why? Because pepper water makes them sneeze. <laughs> that's the silliest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> If you've walked around the Sydney Opera House, you know that the building sits on a piece of land that juts out into the water of Sydney Harbour. There are lots of seagulls stealing chips. And maybe you've been lucky enough to see the Australian fur seal sunbaking on the steps of the Opera House. But what's he doing there? How did he get there? Does he like the music? And how do we know it's a he? Hi, my name's Jeff Ross. To answer those questions and more is Jeff Ross, the Wildlife Coordinator at the New South Wales Parks and Wildlife Service. I work on whales and seals and dolphins and marine turtles. How many seals are there? There's about 60 seals in, in Sydney Harbour at the moment. So the little guy that we have here is just one of a number. The others, most of the others are out further out close to the heads on the northern side of Sydney Harbour on the rocks out there. So there's around, you know, we think maybe about 3,000 up to 10,000 seals in New South Wales. How did the seal get its name? It's called the fur seal. This is a New Zealand fur seal. Their scientific name is the Arctocephalus. It means the bear-like dog. 
Because it looks just like a dog with that furry coat and that big long nose. And big sharp teeth. How big are they? We're lucky here. We only have little light seals. Our small females will go up to about 400 kilograms. And the boys go much heavier. The guys can get up to 800 kilos. That's a big heavy male. You don't want to fuss with them. You don't want to even no, you wouldn't want to carry one very far. It would be very hard to carry them up the beach. Like a digger or a bulldozer. Sometimes when we've gone to rescue them and they're sick, we put them on a stretcher and carry them. You know, sometimes it takes eight people to carry them up the beach. Like they can be like a hulk. One of the things I've always taught my people, people that I work with, is never ever get between a seal and the sea. Once upon a time, we, we were doing some work on a big seal that was on the rocks at Botany Bay National Park and the vet decided that he would uh, give it some drugs and put it to sleep so we could see if it was all right and look at its wounds. It had some, had some bites on it. The vet was getting the gun ready to, to put the anaesthetic drug into it, and while we were standing there, his phone rang, and I walked around in front of the seal, and guess what I did? Walked in between the seal and the sea. I got between the seal and the sea. And, of course, the seal charged across the rocks, heading for the ocean, and I had a net. And I said, well, that's easy. I'll catch this animal in my net. It hit me so hard, I just fell over and the net went up in the air and I fell backwards on the rocks and the seal just kept going out into the sea and looked over its shoulder and it waved its flipper at me just like that. Do you know where the seal goes when it's not on the steps? Yes, it goes into Sydney Harbour or maybe even a little bit further. Since we've cleaned up all the harbour over the last ten years and removed a lot of rubbish and we don't allow commercial fishing in the harbour any longer, there's a lot of fish there now. And so we're starting to see a lot more seals in the harbour just like this one. So he probably doesn't have to go very far for a feed. Um, are they an endangered species? That's a really good question. They were very, very common about 200 years ago. But in the 1800s, they were part of a market fur and meat and parts of bone. So they were hunted very, very heavily and almost to extinction. So two of them are still sitting on our endangered species list. And one of the New Zealand fur seal will probably most recently be taken off that list because it's becoming more common, fortunately. How long do they live for? Probably about 15 years. It's pretty tough out there in the, in the wild. You've got to avoid other seals and, you know, sometimes it's breeding season. You have to do a lot of fighting. Sometimes you just have to avoid those big predators out there like leopard seals and killer whales and sharks. Do they hibernate or hide from predators? They don't hibernate because uh, being a big mammal, they can get out out into the sun, they can warm up during winter. But they do hide from predators. If there's a predator around like a, a great white shark, then they'll get out of the water pretty quickly. They're pretty smart. In one case, there was a seal that was being chased by killer whales and the seal jumped up on a whale's back to get away from the killer whales. And the whale was quite happy to have the... Why does it like the opera house so much? Yeah, we really don't know why it's chosen to swim up here. It's a very quiet, comfortable spot. When they get a bit cold and wet, like, just like us when we go to the beach, they haul out of the water, climb up onto a nice dry spot and just lay there and dry off a bit. And about two months ago, two seals appeared on the steps. One was a little pup. And yeah, so, it's, yeah, well, that's what some people thought. Or oh, maybe that one that was on the steps had a baby. But, of course, the one that was on the steps was a little boy seal, so that was unlikely. And so what we think happened is that another seal, a pup from far south, came up to join him. What do seals eat? Seals eat squid, fish. Some seals eat other seals. And some seals eat penguins. Sometimes they breathe on you and it smells just like fish. Fishy breath. What kind of uh, speed can the average fur seal get up to in the water? 
They're not great fast swimmers. They're not like some of the sailfish and sharks that chase them, but they're very agile. They can quickly change direction. And so what they often do with sharks, they actually get behind the shark and chase the shark from its tail. When the shark turns around, they'll just always stay at the, at the tail end. I was just going to ask if any seals have been affected by pollution around New South Wales in this area? One of the things that we do look at is things like fishing line that end up in the water or bits of rope and things that get washed down the drains. Sometimes seals mistake a fishing line with a a lure on the end as a fish. So we have vets and staff whose job it is to go out and capture those animals and remove that nasty thing from their mouth and then re-release them again. Sometimes we take samples of their blood and look to see if they've got any chemicals in them. So far, all of the seals that we've looked at have been healthy and fit, but it's a very good question, and it's, that's something that you guys will have to focus on as you get older, is to look to see how we can reduce the amount of marine debris out there in our oceans. Thank you very much, children. It's been great having you here this afternoon. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks to Jeff Ross from the New South Wales Parks and Wildlife Service. Jeff says they're even considering putting a radio collar on the fur seal to see how far he travels, that is, when he's not snoozing on the Opera House steps or posing for selfies with tourists. And that's all for this episode of This Kid Life, a podcast for kids produced by the Sydney Opera House. Check out more stuff at the Kids at the House Facebook page. That's at Kids at the House, one word. Or look up more about the podcast on the website, sydneyoperahouse.com. A special thanks to Jeff Ross from the New South Wales Parks and Wildlife Service. Thanks to Tracy Rogers at Mammal Lab at the University of New South Wales for the seal sounds. You can find more seal and whale calls at mammal-lab.unsw.edu.au. Thanks to Peter Descent for the music. Thanks especially to all the kids who took part in this episode and thank you for listening. I'm Jennifer Macy. See you next time at This Kid Life.